Hi, I'm Melissa with Mix in Some Magic. I'm a Disney planning expert and I'm here to mix a little magic into your day. Each week I share Disney vacation planning tips, park strategies, and a little bit of Disney history sprinkled in. Of course, I like to include lots of Disney magic. Join me, let's mix in some magic. Welcome! I am so happy to be here. I feel like I haven't talked to you in a really long time. I think it's, it hasn't been that long, right? I recorded a podcast episode before I left on my crazy adventure to Disney World and a Disney cruise. And then as soon as I got home, I got home oh, so, so early on a Monday morning. It was like 2.30 a.m., which felt like 4.30 in the morning, Florida time. And the next day, my plans were to record a new episode. And guess what? It just did not happen. I wanted to. The mind was willing, but the body was not able. Is that how the saying goes? Something like that. Um, But I missed you. I've missed being here and talking all things Disney. So thanks for giving me a little tiny break. (laughs) That Disney hangover is real. And after my whirlwind trip to Disney World and Disney Cruise, I needed uh, quite a few days longer than I would have thought to rest and recover. But I'm feeling great now, ready for another Disney adventure in a couple of weeks. But I had such a great time at Disney World and on my Disney cruise. So I did what is called a land and sea vacation, which is exactly what it sounds like. You are on land for a little while at Disney World and then you get on a cruise ship and you're at sea on a Disney cruise. So I spent two days at Disney World. We did Magic Kingdom and that was really fun. I always love Magic Kingdom. We got to try out Genie Plus at Magic Kingdom, which was fun. It's very different at Disney World than it is at Disneyland. So we're going to, I'm going to talk all about that. I was there with my friend Chantel, the Disneyland tour guide. And so we got to try out Genie Plus at Disney World. We did a dessert party there, which was really great. And then the next day we went, let's see, we started the day at Magic, no, 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 Animal Kingdom. And we were there for a few hours and then we hopped over to Epcot. So we got to do Epcot. That was really fun. Uh, It's just Disney World. Every time I go, I like it more and more. The first time I went, I just wasn't sold. Like this is so different from Disneyland and I love Disneyland so much. But every time I go, I like it more and more. So if you haven't ever been to Disney World, it's worth thinking about because it is pretty great. Um, So we're going to be talking today specifically about my Disney cruise because after I had my two days at Disney World then we went on our Disney cruise and then we got back and I went to Hollywood Studios for I don't know seven eight hours before my flight home so I got a really good taste of Disney World and I got to experience a Disney cruise for the first time in my entire life and it was pretty magical. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. I will circle back around to Disney World, Genie Plus at Disney World, saving money at Disney World, all those things. But today we're going to focus on my Disney cruise. 
I know that lots of you are considering a Disney cruise and would like to do a Disney cruise at some point in the future. So today I'm going to answer all of your Disney Cruise Align questions. Things like what makes a Disney cruise special? What exactly is included in the cost of a Disney cruise? Um, what are some of the amenities? What are some of the fun things that you can do on the ship? Do you need to get off the ship and do shore excursions to have a good time? And the most popular question, is a Disney cruise worth the money? Those are the things that we're going to be talking about today. But first, I wanted to take a second and thank everybody who has rated and reviewed my podcast. It really helps me grow, and I appreciate it so, so much. You guys are so sweet and absolutely the best. Every time I get a review, I get so excited and happy, and I appreciate it. I really do. I know I say, please rate and review, subscribe. All those things help me so much, and when somebody actually does it, <laughs> I get so excited. So today, I want to read a review that's all the way from back in December from McKenna Paul. It says, all my Genie Plus questions answered. I recently came across Melissa's Instagram while prepping and researching Genie Plus in preparation for our holiday trip to Disneyland. I literally had to send her videos to my family to help me explain how it works. Then I noticed her podcast and had to jump on it. I've only listened to two podcast sessions so far, but I'll definitely be wrapping presents and taking Disney notes while listening. Thanks, Melissa. You've already made my upcoming trip run so much smoother. Thank you so much, McKenna Paul. I really appreciate it. You are amazing. Before we get into the heart of the episode, let's talk a little Disney news. I feel like, you know, a few months ago or as the pandemic was kind of wrapping up, as it were, um, then there were just so many Disney things, I guess, as Disneyland was reopening and there were all these changes. It was just news, 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 changes, changes, changes. And now things have slowed down a little bit, which is nice, but it's always exciting when we get a little bit of Disney news and information. So this week it was announced that The Tale of the Lion King will be debuting on May 28th, which is really exciting. So I wanted to read um, a little bit about that. This is from the Disney Parks blog. Beginning May 28, 2022, Disneyland Park will welcome Tale of the Lion King to its new home at the Fantasyland Theater, where this original story theater adaptation of Disney's The Lion King will be staged in an all-new presentation. At the heart of the production is a traveling troupe known as the Storytellers of the Pride Lands, who weave the tale of how a cub became a king through dialogue, song, dance, and percussion. From the scenic and costume designs to the new original musical arrangements and choreography, every aspect of the tale of the Lion King honors and, it ins and is inspired by the cultural roots of this timeless story. So that will be exciting. I'm really happy that we've got some shows coming back. This will be at the Fantasyland Theater where Mickey and the Magical Map used to be. So this show is taking its place beginning May 28th and I'm really excited to see it eventually. Also on May 28th, Fantasmic returns to Disneyland. That's going to be amazing. I kind of wish I was going to be there, but I'm not. I'm not going to be there. 
this is all happening in time for the summertime crowds, which will be nice. Um, the Fantasyland Theater is huge and holds tons and tons of people, and it'll be a great way to kind of thin crowds a little bit by taking them out of the walkways and out of ride lines and give people a place to go. Plus, I really love taking a break at the Fantasyland Theater during the day when it's extra hot. Having a drink and a snack, watching a show, it's really great. It is an outdoor theater, but it's all covered, and so it's shady and a great place to take a break. So I will be visiting Disneyland in about a week and a half. I've been invited by the Hojo to come and stay in their retro suite, so I'm really excited about that. And I get to visit Disneyland for a couple of days while I'm there. And after that, I don't have any trips planned. My magic key is blocked out through most of June, all of July, and part of August. So the soonest I could go back is the end of August, and I don't have any solid plans. There's lots of fluid plans and things in the works for the fall and for August, but I don't have anything nailed down quite yet. So I don't know. It's going to be a little while without a Disneyland visit. As many of you know, I don't live in California. I live in Utah, so I don't visit the parks every single day or every single week. Um, I'm lucky to go as often as I do. But when I do, I really have to make preparations and I really have to plan. This is a big trip and a vacation and it involves either a plane ride or a long, long car drive. And so I have to be prepared when I go and visit. And I have, that's why I have so many tips and tricks to share with you because I'm not just popping in for a day or an afternoon or an hour. When I go, I really go just like a normal family goes who's visiting Disneyland because I know most people don't get to visit daily or weekly or monthly, you know. Most people have to plan out their trips and they need lots of tips and tricks and so that's why I'm happy to share them with you. All right, let's take a quick break and when we come back, we'll jump into all things Disney Cruise. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Mix in Some Magic. If you're listening to this, then my guess is you are planning a Disney vacation sometime soon. Congratulations. I'm so excited for you. I want to make sure that you don't pay too much for your Disney park tickets and hotels, though, because you don't have to pay full price. Discount tickets are available through my partners at Getaway Today, and right now they have an amazing deal. It's my favorite deal that they do. It's an extra day free at Disneyland. I love this. So you buy five days for the price of four. So you pay for four and you get five days at Disneyland. And that extra day is so, so great. I like to use it as our arrival day. So we'll fly in, we can check into our hotel, and then we can head right to the parks and enjoy, you know, five, six, seven, eight plus hours at Disneyland for free before we go back to our hotel, get a good night's sleep, and hit it all again. So that's what I like to do. You can do it however you want, but it's the fifth day free is my favorite, favorite deal that they do, and that's happening right now. So with their discount Disneyland tickets, then you get to enjoy 
all of the magic at the very best price and their flexible tickets are valid for travel through December 31st, 2023. So you can buy them now and you can lock in that price because we all know that Disneyland raises their tickets their ticket prices quite often. That's something that we can count on for sure. So if you have plans to visit Disneyland anytime between now and 2023, grab your tickets now, lock in the lower price, and then when Disneyland does raise their tickets, you won't be stressed. It won't matter to you because you already have your tickets purchased. Travel dates are flexible, so you don't have to know exactly when you're going to visit right now. You can just buy your tickets, have them available so that when you decide you're going to go, you can make your park reservations and book your hotel and you will be on your way. So you can also book your vacation for just $175 down. They have interest-free layaway plans so you can make flexible payments on your vacation, which is so nice. I love that they offer that option for families. If you are planning on visiting during the holidays, I got word just the other day that things are starting to book up with hotels for the fall for Halloween time. Halloween time at Disneyland is so popular and things are starting to get booked up. So the very best hotel hotel deals are going quickly, which means that other hotels will usually be raising their prices. That's how it works. Once hotels get wind that it's a popular time, they raise their prices. So now is the time. If you're planning on visiting either for Halloween time or the holidays, buy your tickets now, get your hotel booked so that you can get lower prices and get the hotel that you want. You don't want to be stuck with the crappy hotel that's, you know, 45 minutes away. That's not going to work for you because you're going to have the best vacation ever. And that means staying in a decent hotel that's close to the parks. So I'll put a link to Getaway Today in my show notes, or you can call them. I'll put their phone number in there. Just tell them that Melissa from Mix and Some Magic sent you. They'll help you out, give you the very best deals. And if you use my code MSM10, you can save an additional Welcome back. Let's jump into cruising with Disney. Like I said before, this is my first Disney cruise. I've been on quite a few other cruises. I've cruised with Carnival, Royal Caribbean, and Norwegian in the past. So this was my first Disney cruise. Now, right now, in order to cruise with Disney, you do have to be vaccinated and you need a negative COVID test. So if you are too young to be vaccinated or can't be vaccinated for some reason, then you have to provide a negative COVID test that you paid for yourself that I think has to be taken within 48 hours of your departure. Um, If you are vaccinated, then you give them your vaccination information before you even arrive. It's very quick and painless And the process was really smooth checking in. I was thinking, oh my gosh, we have to be COVID tested. They're going to, you know, this is going to take forever because there really are a lot of people on a ship. And how are they going to COVID test everybody? Um, But it went really smoothly. So we were assigned to arrive at the ship to check in or at the 
dock, I guess is what they call it, at 1045. And they ask people to really arrive at their arrival time. So they're assigned all throughout the day. If you arrive after your arrival time, then they'll still let you in. But if you arrive before your arrival time, then they'll ask you to wait your turn because if everybody shows up early, it just clogs up the system. So we were some, I think we were the very first arrival time, which I think may have made it so that we had less of a wait because they didn't have the backup from other people arriving late or whatever. So our first step when we got there is we had to fill out a health questionnaire before we arrived, like I said we filled it out so that was all ready to go and we just had to show up and take a rapid COVID test at the port and it was really easy it wasn't one of the terrible ones that you you know the brain ticklers thank goodness they just hand you a q-tip and you rub it around your nostril and that was it and it usually takes about 30 minutes to get results I felt like ours were quicker than that it probably took like 15 minutes um, they have you go wait in this little air-conditioned tent area while you're waiting for your results. Um, I was expecting them to call out our names, um, but then I see people on their phones just getting up and leaving, and so I decided to check my email, and they actually sent it to our email saying that we were negative, and thank goodness I checked, like, how long would I have sat there before checking my email? So I did think that they should have told people in advance. Like, look at your email. That's where, you're, where you'll get your results. But, and maybe they did and I just missed the memo. I don't know. So after that, they were like, you're free to go on the ship. We had to go through security. Um, we had already turned over our bags at this point. They have, they take your bags to a totally different location to put them on the ship and you don't see your bags for several hours. So if there's something that you need like medication or um, a swimming suit, if you want to get right to the pool or your kids want to swim, maybe you're going to want to keep that with you in a separate bag that you carry on the ship yourself. Maybe sun sunscreen, that might be important. Um, so if you want to get right to the pool, bring a towel, not a towel, you don't need towels. They have towels on the ship, but you can bring your swimming suit and anything that you might need. So we went through security and that was really simple and easy. And then we walked right onto the ship and it was so fun boarding the Disney dream because I mean, I've gotten on other cruise ships before and you just walk right on. They put you on right into the lobby area and the lobby is always really impressive with, you know, a grand staircase and a big chandelier and they have a beautiful elevator and the Disney Cruise had all of these things. But when you walk on, then there's a man standing there with a microphone and he announces your family and welcomes you aboard the Disney Dream and they have crew members that are there clapping as you come on. And it was just really fun. Such a magical touch. Of course, Mickey and Minnie were there up on the balcony waving to everybody who came on. And that was really, really fun. I thought that was fun. Nobody ever clapped for me before when I got on a cruise ship. <laughs> um, Chantel knew that this was going to happen. And so she went and set up the camera before they announced us so that we could record ourselves walking in. So if you want a video of you or family walking into the Disney Dream when they announce you, you can go ahead and set up your camera. Um, they just had a little place that we could lean it. They used to be able to take your phone and do a video for you, but because of COVID, they're not doing that right now. So we had Mickey and Minnie waving to us and we decided that we should go and grab some lunch since 
it was lunchtime and we were hungry. Um, when you first get on the ship, then you can go to, they have a couple of restaurants open or they have a buffet cafeteria style offering. So we decided to hit that because it would be quicker. And they had so many things to choose from. It's a little overwhelming, all the choices. So they like had pizza and they had pastas and they had sandwiches and they had chicken nuggets and they had french fries and they had salads and they had fruit and they had like really anything you could think of, they had ready to go. You're never going to go hungry on a cruise. So we had our lunch. They have free soda on the Disney cruise, which made me so happy. I guess it's not free because I paid for it. It's included. But I've been on all the other cruise lines I've been on, soda's not included, and it made me so sad. So ones I went on before, they would say drinks are included, but that didn't mean soda. So they meant, when they said that, they meant lemonade, fruit punch, like juices in the morning, and water. That's what was included. (sighs) Made me sad every time. You could buy a soda pass, I think it was like $60. It was expensive. Anyway, that's one of my favorite things is the soda is included. It's the little things, right? It just made me happy. So soda is included. We had our lunch and then our our stateroom wasn't quite ready yet. So we decided to just walk around and explore the ship a little bit. And we checked out the pool area first. They had a covered splash pad area for the kids that was really big. It was Finding Nemo themed. And I loved that it was covered because, man, sometimes you just need your kids to get out of the sun for a minute to have a break. I have kids that burn really, really easily and we're always lathering them with sunscreen, especially when they were little. And so to have something like this where they can just go and play and you don't have to put sunscreen on them for a minute or worry about them getting burned, it's a dream come true. So I loved the little covered splash pad area. And then they had two pools right in front of a giant movie screen that was always playing some type of Disney movie. They also had a slide that went around the whole outside of the pool called the Aqua Duck. And you sit on a tube and go down it. They had another slide that was kind of a twisty slide. So lots of fun things for the kids. Plus, I noticed right away there was all-you-can-eat ice cream. And I'm, I used to work at a little shake shop, hamburger shake shop, when I was in high school. And I got pretty good at making an ice cream cone. So I don't know. I felt like I was kind of a professional when I was making my own ice cream cones, which I did quite a bit. So they had chocolate and vanilla and swirl ice cream. And it wasn't like the icy kind of ice cream. You know that they have at like Chick-fil-A or Sonic. It just tastes kind of icy and watery and cheap. That wasn't this that kind of ice cream. It was like the good creamy kind of ice cream. Um, one day they had also van- not vanilla they had banana and strawberry and you could swirl those together and I was excited about it but it wasn't as good I wasn't a huge fan anyway all you can eat ice cream it's great uh, they have an adult only pool area with a bar and a hot tub that was really nice we went to check out their spa which was gorgeous they had a, a hot tub up there and that had a gorgeous view Um, They also had these really amazing heated lounge chairs that I thought looked like a dream come true. Um, We saw all of their 
treatment rooms, I guess is what they're called. They had a gym up there. It was all really nice. They had all these showers with different, um, like settings. One was like a thunder shower and one was a rainfall and one was like a mist. We didn't try them out, but we got to see all of them and they were pretty cool. So in order to use the spa, you could buy like a spa pass that you could use the sauna and the steam room and the hot tub up there and the lounge chairs and all of the different showers. Um, So you could buy a pass that was good for the whole time. Or I think if you book one of their services, then you can use it as well. We did not do that. We decided we didn't have enough time. Um, But that is an option and it would be pretty fun. Then we decided we needed to check out the kids club since today, that first day would be the only day that we could since we didn't have kids with us that we were going to be checking in and out. Um, So the first day you can go, they have an open house. So anybody can go and check it out. You can take your kids there and walk around it with them so they can kind of explore it a little bit. Um... So they can check it out beforehand before you just drop them off, which I thought was really nice. You can also register them so that they're all ready to go when they're ready to go play at the kids club. So they have the Oceaneer Club, which is for kids 3 to 12. If your child's under 3, then they usually have an It's a Small World Nursery, which is an additional fee. But right now, because of COVID, it was closed and it was not an option. But if your child's over three, three to 12, they can go to the Oceaneers Club. And when we got there, they had everybody wash their hands before you could go in. And they had these automatic hand washers that I've never seen before. You stuck your hand in it and it like swirled soap and water around your hand. It was like a car wash. And then you pulled your hands out and dried them. And it was pretty awesome. I was impressed. So we toured the kids club and they had so many fun things. It was really big. I've been in the kids places on other cruise ships and they were just tiny and dinky, but Disney wants your kids to have fun on this cruise and they have put a lot of thought into this space. And of course there's counselors there, so everything is completely supervised at all times, but they had spaces for a dance party and they had a whole pixie hollow area with these amazing trees and lights and movies and activities. And they had an amazing Star Wars section with all kinds of like places where you could pilot a ship. And I don't know what else there was. There was lots of buttons and controllers and Star Wars type things. It looked amazing. I don't really understand Star Wars. I tried to pilot the ship. It didn't go very well, but the kids who were there seemed to be loving it. It was a really cool area. Um, They have a whole big kitchen area where they do science experiments and kitchen crafts and all kinds of fun things. They had a huge movie section. They had an adorable Andy's toy room section where they have toys and other fun things to play with. It's all Toy Story themed and it's so cute. You'll have to go look on my stories. I have a whole section on cruise info saved in my stories. So go and check that out. Um, The theming is just so adorable and I could see how any kid would love to be there. Um, I've had my kids go to other kids clubs on different cruise ships and they didn't love them. They felt like they were just in a tiny room being babysat with not a lot of things to do, but um, not on the Disney cruise. They want your kids to be happy. 
I think if your child is 11 or 12, then they have an option where they can check themselves in and out of the kids club if you give them permission. If not, when you drop your child off, then that's where they stay until you go and pick them up. Now, the 3 to 12 Oceaneers Club is all included in your cruise price. So that's not included. You don't have to pay anything additional for that, which is really great. And they are open really late. I think they said until like midnight, maybe 1 a.m. I would have to go check. Um, but they're open really late. So if you wanted to drop your kids off and go check out a movie or the show all by yourself or have a later nice quiet dinner, you could totally do that. And they are there to take care of your kids. They have an area for kind of tweens. I can't remember what it's called, but I think it's ages 12 to 14 or maybe 13. And they have kind of a lounge area. They had an area for game playing and they had some video games out and they had seemed like some activities that the counselors were ready to do at a moment's notice. So they had the counselors up there. The little tween area, I didn't feel was super impressive, but then we went to the teen area and that was really fun. They even have a whole like lounge area with a hot tub up there and they have TVs, a little kitchen area. They have video games, all kinds of lounge chairs with chargers because they know that teens have to charge their phones, right? And so the teen area I thought was way more fun. The kids area I was really impressed with. Tweens, not so much. Teens was a lot better, but I don't know that they get a ton of teens hanging out there. I don't know. Like I said, I wasn't allowed to go except for the open house since I am no longer a teenager, but they have counselors up there. So it's fully supervised the whole time. And I know that they do their very best to make it lots of fun for guests of all ages. One thing that I was really impressed with was the passing muster on the ship. If you've ever been on a cruise, then um, you have to pass muster before you can leave. It's like a security safety thing. They want everybody to know what to do if there was an emergency on the cruise ship. So when I've been on cruises in the past, then everybody has to go to their muster station. So when you get on the cruise ship, you're assigned a section that is your like safety area. And if there was an emergency, that's where you would go. Um, and it's usually on your room key so you don't forget. Um, the very first cruise I went on, we all had to go to our staterooms, get our life jackets, wear them up to the muster station, and then stand there while everybody on the ship does the same thing. And it takes forever, and it's miserable and annoying, and I hate it so much. Um, we went on a cruise a couple years ago. And we all went and stood there. We didn't have to take our life jackets, but we literally stood there for probably like 30 minutes, all lined up. They have to check off your name, make sure you're there. And they wait until everybody on the ship is in their muster station, which takes a long time. And it's always so frustrating and annoying. And I always think there has to be a better way. Why are we just standing here waiting for everybody to figure this out? And I don't know if this has changed on all cruise lines, but the Disney Cruise Line did it differently, which I appreciated so much. So when you get on the ship, all the crew members keep telling you, oh, have you gone to your muster station? Make sure you go to your muster station. And all you have to do is walk over there. The guy checks off your name. He gives you a little like one minute safety spiel 
about where your life jacket is located, what you would do in emergency, you know, how to put your life jacket on. And then you scan a little thing on your cruise line app because they have a Disney cruise app and it passes you off and then you can go on your way. You don't have to stand there for 30 minutes wearing a life jacket waiting for everybody to get their act together so you can move on with your life. And I absolutely loved it. It's so amazing, so great, especially if you have kids. You can't keep them standing in the sun for 30 minutes while you're trying to pass the safety inspection. Anyway, I thought it was so great. And maybe all cruise lines are doing it that way now. I don't know, but it was really, really great. So just such a nice change. So we did a sail away party. They have this on every Disney cruise ship. They have a on the big movie screen that they have on the top deck where the pool is. They cover up the pool with decking so that there's lots of space. And then Mickey and Minnie came out and the cruise director came out and they had a little party, music, dancing. Everyone's so excited that we are on our way on this amazing Disney cruise vacation. So that was really fun. Um, like I said before, you don't have to bring towels. They have towels everywhere. One thing I forgot to mention is with the free drinks. If you're like me and like to have a drink by you often, then bring a refillable cup because you can fill it up with soda, water, whatever you want and keep it by you while you're lounging around the pool. Um, on the ship, there's a Bibbidi Bobbidi boutique that is open for makeovers, which was so exciting to me. They have the dresses that you can buy there or you can bring your own and they have the fairy godmothers in training and they do these amazing makeovers. So if you want something like that, that is an option. It is an additional fee for the Bibbidi Bobbidi boutique makeovers. All right, after the sail away party, then our stateroom was ready. I think this was about 3 p.m. So we got there and our luggage had been delivered. It was just sitting right outside our stateroom and we walked right in and we're ready to unpack a little bit. Now our stateroom had a closet. It had a little desk area with some drawers and a chair. It had a TV, a queen-sized bed, and then it had a couch which pulled out into a twin bed and then above the couch in the ceiling, there's also a drop-down bed if you need it, like a bunk bed. Um, the bathroom was really nice. I was surprised by the bathroom. I've been on cruise ships before, like I said, and the showers are just kind of like, I don't know, a drain in the floor that they surround with a shower curtain. And granted, I have not been on like fancy pants cruises. These are like the cheap cruises. So maybe that's just, maybe I've only been on cheap cruises. But this bathroom had a full-size tub, which I thought was amazing. I mean, it was a smaller full-size tub, but it was a tub. So you could bathe your kids in it, which was really nice. So I really liked the tub in the bathroom. They also had um, a mini fridge, which is nice. I don't know that I've had a mini fridge on a cruise before, so I enjoyed having that. And they had a little clothesline over the bathtub that you could pull out to dry swimming suits, things like that. And my favorite, favorite thing, though, is we had an interior room, so there was no windows, there was no balcony. You can pay extra for that, but we didn't want to since we knew we were just going to be in our room for showering and sleeping. 
So we got the interior room, but it had this porthole that was a magic porthole that showed images of what was happening outside during the day. So when we were at the Castaway Key, then they had images from Castaway Key. And at nighttime, it was just kind of a starry scene. But every 15 minutes, then something magical would happen on this porthole. And it absolutely delighted me. Every single time I would get so excited. There were all kinds of different things. Like at one time then Aladdin and Jasmine flew by on a magic carpet. One time Tinkerbell just flew by. One time Captain Hook dropped past the porthole and the TikTok croc tried to eat him. Another time it was fireworks. We saw Eve from... What's that show with Eve and Wally? Oh, it's Wally. <laughs> we saw Eve from Wally. We saw some Toy Story characters. We saw Donald and Goofy. We saw um, Stitch. So many different things. And I really wanted to see all of them. I don't know how many there are. I think I only saw it repeat once, but it was so fun. So that was one of my favorite things. And oh, it just brought a lot of Disney magic into our room. After we got all unpacked and settled in our rooms, then it was time for dinner. So at dinner, you have a few options. They have your assigned dining rotation. And when you sign up for your cruise, you'll get to choose if you want the 545 time or the 830 p.m. time. Uh, we selected the 545 time. They also have the cabana area where they have all the cafeteria style food. They have there's always food available. So if you don't want to go to the dining rooms, then you don't have to, but I really recommend it because they are so special, so fun, lots of magic, and they will cater to your kids there as well. They have kids menus available. Although wait staff, they know that this is a Disney cruise and they make it fancy, but they make it really fun for your kids. So the Disney cruise line is the only cruise line that does the rotational dining. So what this means is they have three dining rooms that are included with your cruise fare. And each night you are assigned to a different dining room and your wait staff goes with you. So the same waiter and wait staff that you have on your first night, you'll have the entire cruise. And the wait staff really tries to get to know you and your family and your likes and dislikes. And they knew right off the bat that I wanted Diet Coke and I told them I'd like a lime. So every night after that, they remembered that I wanted a Diet Coke with a lime and they work really hard to make it fun and get to know your family to make it extra special for you. So I recommend not skipping the dining. It's really fun. Our first night we went to the Animator's Palette, which was pretty amazing. I think maybe this was my favorite dining room that we that we visited. Um, they have so many different details. Disney's in the details. I always say that. So the animator's palette, they had the door handles were pencils or paintbrushes and they had all of, you know, little Mickey's in the tiles on the ground and the chairs had Mickey were Mickey themed and they had all this fun animator style artwork on the walls. They even had pillars in there that looked like pencils or paintbrushes. And so when we walked in, all of the artwork on the walls was animator style. So kind of like rough sketches of different scenes from movies, things like that. Um, and I didn't really notice them much. I glanced at them a little bit, but 
I didn't take a lot of time to focus on them, but they changed later on while we were dining. So I'll talk about that in a minute. But we had the menu. It was all on like the little QR codes. You scan that, you can see the whole menu. And what's great about a Disney cruise is that you have already paid for all of your food. You've prepaid for it when you paid your fare. And so you can order whatever you want. I mean, maybe there's two appetizers that you want to try. Go ahead and get both of them. Maybe you can't decide between two desserts. Just get both of them. You're on vacation. And so there's no prices on the menu because everything's already included, which I really like. But at first, when you walk out of the restaurant without paying, then you kind of feel weird. You're like, wait a minute. We didn't pay our bill. I think somebody's going to stop us and call us back. Uh, you get used to it, though. And then when you get off the Disney cruise ship and you go to another restaurant and have to pay for your meal, then it feels weird. So I really loved the food on the whole Disney cruise. I won't talk about what I ordered at each um, restaurant because we're going to run out of time quickly. But I do have it all saved on my Instagram in my story highlight section. I have three whole cruise sections. So if you're interested in videos and pictures and what I ate, you can go and check that out there. So halfway through our meal, then the artwork all changed and it became like an, a video scene with an ocean and Crush from Finding Nemo. Crush is the sea turtle. And it was so similar to Turtle Talk with Crush at Disney California Adventure. If you've ever been to that, it's a little show where it's like you're looking into an aquarium, into the ocean, and Turtle, the Turtle Crush comes and swims up and talks to members of the audience and they can talk back to him and he will answer them. It's really cute if you haven't done that. But anyway, this was like that. So Crush the Turtle swam around into the different artwork scenes. They all turned into ocean scenes and he swam around the restaurant and he interacted with guests. So he would ask them questions, talk to the kids, ask how old they were, where they were from, things like that. It was really fun. I had no idea that was going to happen and I loved it. After dinner, then we went to the Walt Disney Theater for a show. Every single evening, then there is a show for you to enjoy. They have two showings of the show. Hmm, I could have said that better. Oh, well. And one is at 8.30 and then they have an earlier show. So if you have dinner the earlier dining seating like we did, then you go to the show after dinner. If you have a later dining time, then you go to the show beforehand. Um, the first night, then it was a magician comedian and he was really great. He kept the kids entertained and I thought he was fun. The adults all enjoyed it. So he was doing magic and comedy all at the same time and it was really fun. So that night we watched a little TV. They have all Disney Plus. I don't think it's exactly Disney Plus, but they have all kinds of on-demand Disney movies and shows for you to enjoy in your stateroom. And every night when you come back to your room, then your stateroom attendant will have made up your room or turned down your room, I guess is what it is. So they unmake the beds, like get it ready for you to sleep in. If you're using the pullout couch or the bunk beds, then they'll get those ready. They leave some little chocolates out for you and they take some towels and blankets and create some type of little creation. So our first night, it was a little crocodile made out of towels and a blanket. 
All right, so we woke up the next day and we were in the Bahamas. We were in Nassau and we had already decided to not get off the ship this day. We wanted to take all the time we could to enjoy the Disney cruise ship and all that it had to offer. And plus, both Chantel and I had already been to Nassau and we decided we didn't want to spend the extra money for a shore excursion when we could just take lots of time to really enjoy the ship. So most people do get off the ship when it's at port, but some people don't. Just kind of up to you and what you want to do, but you definitely don't have to get off the ship. I did want to mention that there are life jackets for you and your kids to use on the ship, which is really great. They also have lifeguards all over the place at all the pools and water slides, so you don't have to worry that nobody is keeping a close on your eye on your child. I mean, obviously, you're going to be keeping a close eye on your child, right? But it's nice to have a second set of eyes on your child. So today, then Chantel was determined to go on the aqueduct water slide. She'd never done it before, and she really wanted to, so she talked me into doing it. I am not a fan of water slides. I don't know. Seems like somebody always gets hurt on them, and they're going so fast, I feel totally out of control, especially when I'm on a tube and I just want to go real slow. I don't want to get wet at the end, especially if it's cold. But she told me I would regret it if I didn't do it and I I believed her. So I decided to go on the aqueduct. I waited in line for probably 15 minutes. You get on a tube, they send you down. It wasn't super fast, but it wasn't super slow either. I didn't hate it but I didn't love it. I don't know. It's just me and water slides. The kids looked like they were all loving it. I did get splashed with some cold water a couple times. I didn't love that. It's the cold water that I'm not a fan of. But anyway, I was glad that I did it once. Did I want to do it again? No, but I'm glad that I did it once. Um, up on the sports, they have a sports deck. They have basketball that you can play. They have a whole little mini golf course, Goofy's mini golf that was really, really cute. So you can be playing golf on the cruise ship. I really enjoyed that. And then we spent some time relaxing over at the adults only section, which was really fun. I mean, I love kids and stuff, but when I'm not there visiting with my children, it's nice to have a quiet area to go and sit and hang out. And so if your kids are over in the kids club, you can take the time and go hang out in the adults only area and get a little rest and relaxation on your vacation. So that day we had lunch at Cabana's again. It was kind of the self-serve buffet. They had lots of options again and some really, really yummy desserts. And then we checked out Vanellope's Sweet Shop, which had ice cream and candy and cupcakes and cookies, all kinds of things. I didn't purchase anything because it was not included in the cruise fare and I didn't want to pay extra for ice cream when there was free ice cream right outside the door. They did have some really, really cute treats. The shop itself was absolutely adorable. And there were lots of people that I saw in there buying different things, but I did not purchase anything. Um, the, the whole cruise ship is cashless. So how it works is you just have your card connected to your room key and you give them your room key number anytime you wanted to buy anything extra. If you wanted a margarita by the pool or you're buying something from the sweet shop, you give them your room number. They put it into their little tablet. Your picture pops up so they make sure it's actually you purchasing what you're purchasing. And then they have you sign 
a little receipt and you're on your way. So if you ever do purchase anything, it's cashless. It's all just connected to your room. All you need is your room number. Um, I did want to mention that they also had uh, Flo's V8 Cafe, which was fun. They have all kinds of different food that's all ready to go. It's just a walk-up counter service type place and they had pizza and burgers and chicken fingers and sandwiches and fries at all times. So you can walk over there anytime you need a hamburger and grab that. So if your kids aren't feeling cabanas, they can go over there too. Now tonight was pirate night and so we got to see all of the characters out in their pirate costumes. So we saw Mickey and Donald and Daisy and Chippendale and Captain Hook and Mr. Smee and Goofy. We got to see all of them and take pictures with them in their pirate attire and it was really, really fun. I mean the characters, they just get me every time. I love seeing them so much. Uh, the dinner on the second night we ate at the Enchanted Garden it was really beautiful, very garden themed, <laughs> I guess you could say. They had a pretty fountain out in the middle. It was very, very fancy and beautiful. Lots of cute little gardeny floral touches throughout the whole place, but I didn't think it was as magical or fun for kids as Animator's Palette. Um, our wait her wait staff every night would have a little puzzle for us to solve while we waited for our dessert and it was using crayons so they would like set up three triangles out of crayons and they would say move three to create four and they were all kind of like tricky little puzzles and we could never figure them out we never could figure out any of them but they were fun fun to keep us entertained and then they would always have to come and tell us the solution. And I thought, oh, I'll remember all of these and I'll go home and I'll show my kids. And I couldn't remember any of them. <laughs> but it was really fun. Kids, I'm sure, would love it. I loved it, even though I couldn't solve them and they made me feel kind of stupid. All right. The show that night was really fun. It was called Believe. Goofy came up first to warm up the audience and then it was just this really cute show about this dad who wasn't really believing in magic and his daughter helps him believe and different characters are there to help like a not Aladdin but the genie from Aladdin is there and we see Mary Poppins and Merlin it's a really cute show so I enjoyed that and then that night was pirates night like I said so there was a huge pirate party on the deck and they had singing and dancing and pirates were out there and they had kids come up and help them with part of the show of course Captain Jack showed up we all sang the yo-ho, yo-ho, a pirate's life for me, which was so fun. I don't know. I just enjoyed being there with all those people who were excited to sing that song. I thought it was really fun. Fun atmosphere. The kids loved it. Then they had fireworks at sea, which I've never experienced before. And right after that, there was a huge pirate dance party on the deck and everybody just had the best time dancing. Of course, after that, they had a late night buffet because obviously we haven't eaten enough and they had everything like they had a taco bar and they had a crepe bar they had kinds of breads and cheeses and they had all these like watermelons that they have carved into pirate faces they were very very talented so I loved all of that I didn't need to eat any more food but I did and it was really fun when we got back to our room that night we had a monkey waiting 
a monkey made out of towels, not a real monkey, and some little golden coins like pirate's gold, chocolate gold coins. So that was a nice fun little end to pirate's night. The next day when we woke up, we were on Castaway Key, which is Disney's private island. Now it's pronounced key, but it's spelled K-A-Y. Don't ask me why. I have no idea, but it's key. It's Castaway Key. I know that for a fact. So we had breakfast on the ship before we got off. They had all kinds of pastry assortments. We went to Cabana's again. You can go sit down at one of the the restaurants, but we decided to just have something quick. I got Mickey waffles, which made me so happy. They had lots of fresh fruit and smoothies. And then we headed off the ship to Castaway Key. Now, what I loved about Castaway Key is they have a little tram to take you around to the different places on the island. You can walk, but they also have a tram. I've been to Royal Caribbean's Island, which is right next door to Castaway Key, and we had to walk it. And it was a long walk over to the beach. I think probably like 10, 15 minutes. So I was happy to see that they have a shuttle for those people who would like to shuttle it like me. Um, So they had photographers out on Castaway Key to take your picture. They also have photographers all around the cruise ship so that you can have pictures of all your, you know, with all the characters and they have fun backdrops. Those all cost an additional fee. I'm not sure what a photo pass costs, but... Those are all an additional fee, but you can take pictures on your own. So that's just what we did. So while we were on the shuttle, we saw Pluto and Goofy on the beach. And then we ran into Minnie Mouse on the beach. It was so fun. Like to see Mickey and Minnie and all the characters out on the beach. It's just so different. So Minnie had on her beach attire. She had a cute little hat, a cute little shorts and a little... Hawaiian style I guess it wasn't Hawaiian but tropical style shirt so it was fun to meet Minnie she was sitting sitting on a jeep or standing on a jeep greeting her her fans so that was really fun they do have a place called Scuttles Cove on the island which is kind of an extension of the kids club so it's for ages 3 to 12 and they do fun things with your kids on the island and then you can relax and take a break that is also included that's not an additional fee so you can go off go over to the island register them and then you can take a break and maybe just go relax in the adult section which is a good idea um they had a stingray adventure section where you can swim with stingrays that didn't interest me at all it is an additional fee. There's also life jackets on the island for no charge, so you can make sure your kids are safe. Um, if you want to snorkel, you can rent snorkel gear, which I think was about $35, which I thought was expensive. Luckily, I brought my own, and so I decided to snorkel. I wasn't really excited about it because, again, the cold water, it's just not my thing. It's not my thing. Um... And I start, I waited out there. I did. I got like up to my waist and I was like, nope, nope. It's too cold, Chantel. I can't do it. And she encouraged me and she's like, no, when are you going to be back here? You have to come snorkel. And Disney has hidden lots of fun little magic things under the water. And so I did really want to see those. So I dunked myself. I was so brave and I got going. And really after I dunked myself, then I was fine. It wasn't even cold at all. It was warm. I'm just such a baby. So I was really glad that I actually got out there and did it. We couldn't take our cameras out there, but 
we saw lots of fun things. They were kind of far out there, but we saw a statue of Mickey and we saw a submarine and lots of shipwreck and a daisy statue. And my favorite thing we saw was a ride vehicle from Dumbo there under the water. So that was really fun. Happy we saw all of those things. Not many fish though. I don't know if it's just the time of the year or what, but we saw a few fish, but they weren't really tropically colored. Tropically colored? I don't think that's how you say that, but they weren't very brightly colored. That's what I want to say. But it was still fun to see. I'm glad I did it. They have tons of chairs out on the island. You're never going to be looking for a place to sit or a beach chair. And they even had hammocks you could swing in. Very nice. Um, they had lunch on the island is provided at Cookie's Barbecue. It's all included. They had lots of fresh fruit and they had the soda, of course, and the ice cream. They also had hamburgers and hot dogs and they had some brisket sandwiches, all kinds of salad, ribs, chips, cookies, everything you could want, baked beans, chicken, salmon. They had it all and we enjoyed a yummy lunch. There were a few shops on the island. Some were run um, by locals from the Bahamas, and so you, I mean, that wasn't Disney-themed stuff, but they did have some, have some fun souvenirs, and then they also have a couple of Disney-themed Castaway K cruise shops, so we checked out some of those. They have a whole little playland with water slides that go right into the water that was really fun. I, of course, wasn't going to do that. I kept, I'd had my fair share of cold water, but Chantel did it, and it looked fun. Uh, there's even a 5K. If you're so inclined and want to get up early and go run a 5K on the island, you can do it. I, of course, did not, but you could do it if you wanted. They have bike rentals. You can bike yourself around the beach. They have a fun little splash pad. They had sand volleyball and they had soccer, all kinds of things. They even had a whole little game area for your kids. I mean, not kids, but just families. They had ping pong tables and they had giant connect four and they had giant chess and all kinds of fun little things. I think there were some foosball tables. So you're, you're not going to be bored on this island. They offer lunch in the Serenity Bay area, which is the adults only section. So if you're ready for a break from kids, you can go over to the adults only section, take a little tram over there, and it's a really quiet, relaxing section of the beach. So over there, they serve lunch. They had about the same things as the other place. Well, you know, that was available for all of the families and all ages. But over at the adults area, they also had some steak, but it didn't look amazing. So I didn't get any of it. I did really enjoy the adults only area. They had tons of chairs and seating. And of course, they have waiters, cast members walking around taking drink orders if you want drinks. We pulled a couple of chairs into the shallow water and just hung out there with our feet in the water in the chairs. It was really nice. We had a nice relaxing time and it was fun. We got some pina coladas, saw some little tiny fish in the water, and we decided it was time to start heading back to the ship. And we had started heading back just in time because as we were leaving, the clouds started rolling in just a little bit. And by the time we took the tram and were waiting for our second tram back to the ship, it was sprinkling and then soon after it was raining and then it was pouring and by the time we got back to the ship we were completely soaked 
like not a little bit soaked, like completely wringing water out of our hair. We got back on the ship. We're dripping water everywhere. I mean, us and like a bunch of other people, not just us, but the crew is handing out towels, trying to get us to stop dripping all over the floors. (laughs) And so we were happy to head right back to our room and get showered and all ready for our final night on the cruise ship. So we ate dinner at the Royal Palace, which is kind of a princess themed. It was very fancy. They had so many fun princessy details. They had a chandelier that had glass slippers in it, all kinds of princess artwork all over the walls. Even the dishes had little pumpkins and crowns on them. It was very pretty. I saw lots of little girls there that had obviously been to the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique, so they must have gone there in preparation for dining at the Royal Palace. The food was, of course, delicious. I have lots of pictures on Instagram, like I said, if you want to check it out. The show on our final night was Beauty and the Beast, and it totally blew me away. Blew me away. It was Broadway quality. It was so good. So amazing. I think I got emotional a couple times. I was just so impressed with the costuming and the scenery and how they use lights to kind of create different scenes. It was incredible. So amazing. And I was really, really happy to be there and very impressed. So I'm so glad we got to see that. The entertainment is top notch. Um, That was our last night and it was kind of sad to be, have everything be over. We weren't quite ready. I mean, we were exhausted, but we weren't quite ready to go to bed. So we wandered up to the top deck and they were showing um, Jungle Cruise by the pool. So we got a little snack at Flo's V8 Cafe, some chicken fingers and fries. We weren't hungry at all, but they were there. So what are you going to do? We watched the movie for a little while. And then when we got back to our room, we decided we needed some Mickey Mouse bars and we hadn't tried out room service yet. So room service is included. You can order off of the menu, any of the food that they have, and you don't pay for the food, but they do kind of expect you to tip them. So we did order some Mickey Mouse ice cream bars and of course we tipped them but it was so worth it to have Mickey ice cream bars delivered right to our room for a late night snack. That night we had an octopus in our room made out of blankets and towels. So that was really kind of cute. Just fun. Fun little magical touches. Some other things that I loved about the ship was the little magic and details at every every turn. They're everywhere. They have magic paintings, interactive things that when you walk by, they come to life. They had one magic painting that had a pirate ship and there was a steering wheel in front of it. Not a steering wheel, a pirate ship wheel that you could turn and you could drive the ship yourself. They also had a movie theater in there, which I really loved. I don't know. I like sitting and eating popcorn and watching a good movie. So we watched Eternals one day when we had some free time. They do have popcorn, but it's not included. You have to pay extra for the popcorn for some reason that I don't understand. They also have amazing classes that we never had time for. So many different options. They had an animators class and they had craft classes, like all kinds of different things. They had tequila tasting. They have things for adults, things for kids, things for everybody in between and every day on your app you can kind of check out and see what's available what's happening that day where it's happening so you can plan your day you can even favorite things on your app that you want to try to make it to and then it will pop up a little notification like oh you mentioned you wanted to see 
this movie and it's starting in 15 minutes, things like that to help keep you on track because there's really a lot of things and if you're not paying attention, you could miss them. But maybe that's your point. Maybe like your point of your vacation is to relax and not run around and do all those things and that's perfectly acceptable too. You want to hang out by the pool all day? Hang out by the pool all day. It's your vacation. You get to decide but there's so many options and that's what I loved about it. They even have Disney trivia, which we were really trying to get to, and we never made it happen. We felt like we needed one more day. Ours was three nights. We felt like we could have gone four, but I think you always feel like that on a vacation. Like, oh, I just need one more day. All right, if you've hung in with me this far, you're amazing. <laughs> I want to go through and ask some of the questions I've been asked most often real quick. Number one is, is the food good? Yes, I thought the food was great very yummy. I liked almost everything that I ate. There were a couple things that I was like, ah, oh, this isn't my favorite. But for the most part, I loved it all. Very good food. Um, lots of options too for families, picky kids, adults. They've got it all. Another question is, is the food included? Yes, for the most part. All of the food is included. You've already paid for it when you book your cruise. There are a couple of restaurants that are reservation only, that are adult only, that are not included. So you would have to pay extra if you went to visit one of those restaurants. Um, and alcohol is not included and specialty drinks. So if you order a drink by the pool, that's not included. And then things like the popcorn and treats from Vanellope's are also not included, but everything else was included. Another question I got is, did you feel seasick not having a room with a veranda or real outside view window? And I did not feel seasick. We weren't in our room very much. And that little porthole magic window really made it feel, I don't know, it felt, it felt fun. It didn't bother me to be in an inside room. But saying that, I've also not been bothered by being in other inside rooms without magic portholes on other cruise lines. So I don't often get seasick, but on our last cruise we went to, um, when we were in Hawaii, we did a Hawaiian cruise. Then I did get sick on that cruise and had to take Dramamine round the clock. So on this cruise, I was a little nervous that I was going to get sick. And so I had a friend recommend some patches. You know, you've seen them, the motion sickness patches. And these weren't the prescribed ones from a doctor. You can get those, which I've heard work really well. But I just got these ones off Amazon that were supposedly all natural and stuck one behind my ear. I had to change it once, I think, because it fell off. But I don't know. I didn't get sick at all. So I don't know if it was just those patches made a difference or if I just didn't get sick. But I felt fine the whole time. My friend Chantel also used some of the patches and she was feeling really good too. So I don't know. She usually does get seasick and she had her bonine, but she felt like the patches made a difference. So I would say if you're prone to seasickness or know that you are, then I would get the prescription patch from your doctor before you go just to make sure you're okay. Um, but if you're not prone to seasickness, I'd still grab these little patches off Amazon and maybe bring some Dramamine or Bonine, 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 I don't know how you say it, um, bring some of that just in case because you would hate to be on the ship and get sick. And there is a doctor on the ship. They can prescribe you something, I'm sure, but it's not going to be free. So you'd have to pay for that. So I like to just be prepared and have that stuff. I will put a link in the show notes to those patches that I used because they were really inexpensive. I think like $7 for 20 patches. And I felt like they made a difference. 
All right. This question is any update on when cruises will be doing character hugs? I have no idea because they said they were going to start phasing in character interactions on April 18th, I believe, at all the Disney parks and Disney cruises. And so I guess it could be at any time, really. I was actually surprised that they weren't doing character hugs and interactions when we were there because they were at Disneyland and they were at Disney World. So I imagine any time then it will be happening. This question is, are there princesses to interact with on the ship? Yes, there are. Right now they're not. Well, when I was there, they weren't doing hugs, but they were there. Um, they did this, had a little, I guess I want to say parade. I don't know what it was called, but they walked by at certain times during the day and would wave to everybody. So that was really fun to see too. So you can check out princesses. Yes, they are on the cruise. This question is pros of going on a Disney cruise with an all-adult group. I was with an all-adult group and we had a great time. Um, there's so many things to do for adults, so many things, classes, different activities, I mean movies, the adults only section of both the ship and Castaway Key. There's lots to do. So if you're a Disney loving adult, then I would say go for it. It's really fun. There's, I didn't feel awkward or anything like that being on a Disney cruise as an adult in an adults only group. We actually saw quite a few people at dinner that I'm like, either they left their kids there or they're here on an adult only trip. I wasn't sure which, but it's, we didn't stick out or look strange being the only, you know, it's not like we were the only adult only group on the ship is what I'm saying. There were tons of adults and I thought it was a really good atmosphere. It was really fun and the shows were so good. So if you're a Disney lover, I wouldn't hesitate to do an adult only Disney cruise. Uh, this question is about how much would it cost and what amenities does it contain? I already talked about the amenities and the cost. It really just depends on when you're going, what cruise ship you're going on because those are different prices. Time of year makes a difference. Which room you select makes a difference. How many people are in your stateroom makes a difference. There's all kinds of things that go into the price. And so if you are interested in a Disney cruise, I think the best thing you can do is contact Getaway Today and they can give you all the different price options. They're so great. They know their stuff and they walked us through every single step of planning our Disney cruise. And they answered email after email when we had questions. They were so helpful. And so they made sure that we knew what was happening, knew what was going on. They were kind of like our cruise concierge. Is that a thing? I think it's a thing. And so if you're interested in a Disney cruise, I'll put a link to Getaway Today's information. But they are, I mean, I've heard that they're cruise experts, but literally they're Disney cruise experts. They know everything. So they can help you if you have a budget. You're like, I'm trying to stay in this amount. Then they can help you find the time that will fit the price of your budget, things like that. They can help you out. So if you have any questions, then give them a call. I'll put a link and their phone number in the show notes so you can check them out. All right, the question that I get asked the very most is, is a Disney cruise worth the price? And I have to say, maybe. <laughs> is that a helpful answer? Just maybe. Um, it's such a hard thing to answer because I don't know your budget. I don't know your finances. I don't know how often you take vacations. 
And it's really different and personal for every single person. I absolutely loved the Disney Cruise. I thought it was so much fun. So many things to do and so amazing for kids, but they are very expensive. Um, We could never have afforded to take our kids on a Disney Cruise when they were little. It just wasn't going to happen. It was too expensive. We were able to take our kids on a Royal Caribbean Cruise a few years ago because it was so much cheaper. So I would say if you are able to take your kids on a Disney Cruise or go on a Disney Cruise in an adult only situation then and it's not you know a financial burden to you then yes it is totally worth it it's going to be magical and memorable and you will love it but if it's a financial burden or something that you're like oh we could do a Disney cruise but we need to save for five years and we won't be able to take any vacations until then you know we're going to be eating beans and rice and not doing anything fun for five years to afford a Disney cruise is it worth it no no it's not worth it it's not worth the money if that's what you have to sacrifice to get there there are cheaper cruises that your kids will love just as much i mean in all honesty your kids just want to be with you they just want to spend time with you they want to enjoy family time together and they really don't care what they're doing so they wouldn't know the difference between a royal caribbean cruise and a disney cruise unless they'd been on both but so my advice is maybe when people ask me if it's worth it. I had a great time. I wasn't upset when I was there. I didn't feel like I had overpaid, but I also still realize that they are expensive and they are not for everybody. So if you're able to, and it's not a stretch for your budget, then do it. It will be great. It will be amazing and you will love it. If it's a stretch for your budget, then I think there's other vacations out there that are less expensive and you will have just as much fun and you'll still be able to create amazing memories with your family. Uh, Just yesterday, then my friends at Getaway Today posted all about a Disney cruise and what the amenities are and benefits of going on a Disney cruise. So I wanted to cover those real quick. This is from their Instagram page. If you don't follow them, you should pop over and follow them. So a Disney Cruise Line is the only cruise line to offer rotational dining, which means that you'll dine in a different dining room each night of your cruise. Each menu is completely different and each dining experience is unique. The only thing that remains the same is your server team. Um, Another thing they said is if you'd rather stay in your stateroom, room service is included on the Disney Cruise and available 24-7. 24-7. You want Mickey bars at 2 a.m.? You got Mickey bars at 2 a.m. Disney Cruise Line offers award-winning entertainment, which was so obvious to me when I was there. I mean, I've been on, like I said, Carnival Cruise Lines, and I would not take my kids to those shows. Royal Caribbean? I don't know. It was iffy on if I wanted my kids at those shows. You don't have to worry about this stuff at at Disney or on a Disney cruise. So not only will you be able to see Broadway caliber shows each night of your cruise, but you can also enjoy character meet and greets, Disney movies, cooking classes, animation classes, game shows, and more. There is something for everyone on a Disney cruise. Disney Cruise Line offers their own teen and kids clubs in addition to having activities for adults to enjoy. We did talk about that. And then Disney Cruise Line also has their very own private island called Castaway Key. On the private island, you your food and beverages are included. You can also rent bikes to bike around the island, snorkel, enjoy the beaches, water slides, play areas, and more. 
Plus, there's an adults-only beach for couples or older families looking to relax. So there's so many fun things. Like I said, they covered them all. I think I covered everything. I know I'm going to stop this and be like, oh, no, I forgot to tell him about something. It happens every time. But anyway, that's my review, my very, very long review. I'm sorry this went so long, but that's my review of a Disney cruise. If you have any questions, I would love to answer them. I'm happy to help. Uh, send me a DM on Instagram or you can email me at mixinsomemagic at gmail.com. Either way. And also, if you made it this far, you're probably my best friend and I love you so much. And I would love you even more if you could rate and review my podcast and subscribe so you don't miss another one. All right. That's all the time I have. I have sucked up so much of your time and I appreciate you listening. I'll be back next week with something new. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk soon.